Press. And coming up, we're going to be talking about Quentin Tarantino's new movie, the Bumblebee movie, uh, the Aladdin movie, and Clint Eastwood's next film. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. Good morning, everybody out there, and welcome to Meet the Movie Press. My name is Jeff Snyder. I'm the editor-in-chief of the tracking board, tracking-board.com. Don't forget the hyphen. You can find me on Twitter at at the Insnyder. Uh, And with me today, straight from his honeymoon, is Justin Kroll from Variety. Not quite. I got back a week ago. Okay. Well, thank you for coming back. Of course. You made it. You look refreshed. Ready to go. No, no, where, no better time to do a honeymoon than the Fourth of July. Where week. did you go? Went to Bali. Lovely. Like, yeah. Outside of the twenty-hour flight, it was pretty awesome. I was following your trip on Instagram. I was very jealous. Uh, I, I was following what everybody was chasing three thousand miles away and loving that I had nothing to do with it. it was I know. Great. I, I was very. I took advantage of uh, Justin's absence. I had a good few that weeks. Was, now it's over. The best part was um, the first morning. I was there was Han Solo firings. And right. I, that had happened, by the way, it's a 15-hour um, t- time difference. So that had already all, all happened. I, th- I went to breakfast with my wife, took a photo. I was like, guys, I don't really care what happened on Han Solo or who's directing it. And I just had the ocean in the background. It was amazing. You got a lot of good pickup on that tweet. People <laughs> really uh, appreciated that. Um, well, uh, well, you were back this week, yes. and you dropped some good shit. We'll get to that in a second. But okay. the, the winner of the week. Yeah, where do you want to start? Well, let's start with our buddy Boris dropping what we all were very curious about, Mr. Tarantino's next movie. Quentin Tarantino. Now, details are hazy. Yeah, well... So we're not sure if this is a movie about the Manson murders or let's say it's like a, a Magnolia kind of situation yeah. where M- Charles Manson and Sharon Tate are an element mm-hmm. of the film. What have you heard? That. I mean, I've heard clearly Sharon Tate is involved. Like, it's, it's, it's pretty much confirmed that like Margot Robbie and Jen Lawrence. Actually, I heard yesterday that Jen may not have been. It might have been a different role. Oh, okay. And they they're both would be in it somehow. But mm-hmm. that, that Sharon Tate's involved somehow i now now hearing roman polanski would would play some element in this too which i i was i thought was kind of wild that's what yeah like he's in not directing this but he's he's in it um sorry (laughs) um or the character is in it somehow um and all all, again all he wouldn't but but roman okay so roman polanski would be in the film as a character not Oh yeah, not, yeah, 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 not like oh. Roman Plant's going to show up and, and reenact someone this playing thing. Roman, right? Um, and then and then there was talk of like Brad Pitt being quartered for role. It's not Manson; he's too old. It would be the prosecutor of the Manson trial, right? The initial reports were that Brad might play the detective investigating the crime, but Justin since came out and said it's the prosecutor. Prosecutor. Um, and then and then I heard yesterday the prototype for Manson is like Paul Dano. So it's Ooh, by the way, that guys, would be really good. It's not Dan, that doesn't mean Daniel's getting it. It means like a thirty, uh, someone... an eccentric, scrawny looking guy who's in his thirties. Yes, <laughs> is the best way to say that. <laughs> um, and then I found out because I went to, um, I was at the Game of Thrones premiere, and I was like, this guy would be perfect for this role. And, and an agent there was like, oh, it's supposedly shooting in February, so we can't do it because Thrones is shooting. Oh, uh, I got gotcha. you. Um, so that's that's what we know. This is one of those fun things where you can, as you. Get each piece of the puzzle. By the way, I was so nervous tweeting out the Brad Pitt thing, and like 
Tarantino was going to tell Fleming, I'm done. This thing's done right now. Or something like that. <laughs> right. Uh, after, after Quentin uh, threw a fit the last time uh, that this stuff leaked early, uh, you know, I, you, ha- you have to go with it. Uh, you know, once you find out what it's about, you have to post. We talked, we, me and you had a conversation, I think, right when after it broke. And I was like, I don't think our sources understand what news is sometimes to us. And they're like, well, there's no, like, my one guy was like, no one's attached yet. They haven't even seen a script. I was like, yeah, but what it is right. is the that, news. That is the Tarantino news, exactly. is always working on something. Once you get an idea of what that is, boom. And like, I give. I mean, you you have to go with that, especially when you have yes. two people being like, oh yeah, this is it. I just don't. If someone told me don't mention my client's name, but yeah, this is what it is, I'd be like, fuck, I'm out. Okay. It, it was it was a definitely a good story by by THR. So now let me ask you: Is this a movie that you want to see, or like, or do you want to see Tarantino's take so, on this? This is what I was thinking about, like, because I, I mean, this is in my brain all week. Just sure. like, just an interest because I you love can't stop Tarantino. Thinking about it, yeah. All his films are like fun. They're very. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Like, you go to escape. Like, you know, there's no, like, it's not Manchester by the sea. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how you make this that. Like, he's always going after, like, genre and those kind of plays. Mm Like black exploitation and uh, kung fu movie and westerns and war movies. Right, he plays with genre. Yeah, playing with genre, but the you know at the end of the day, there's there's somewhat of a happy ending. There's a levity, yes, levity. I just don't like. Right, Where, where's the happy where ending of this gonna go? I mean, I trust him. He's as brilliant as they come, and he always has a plan for what he wants to do. But man, oh man, like I just don't. Especially if like Sharon Tate is in it, do we- it'd be one thing if Manson. If they were doing something with Manson, it had nothing to do with what they did. When Sharon Tate is like such a part of the story all week, that doesn't end well. I'm just very curious whether it's going to be a straight take on the Manson family murders. Like a Glorious Bastards where it's like a, a, his take on history and Sharon Tate kicks right. his ass? <laughs> I, I, think it'll, I think it will be like that in the sense that like you know Hitler didn't play a big role in Inglorious Bastards. Um, I, don't, I don't think that Manson will necessarily be that big a role in this. Of oh, course, that, I haven't seen the could, script. That but. could be the case. It would be very... I don't know. It's What are your thoughts on it? I mean, I don't... Dickie I, had a very like strong, like, yes, I do not want A lot of people have had that reaction. Um, I will see anything that Quentin puts out. Yeah. He's my favorite filmmaker. Do I feel like the Manson stuff has been played out over the years? Like, every five or so years there seems like there's a new manson thing but a little bit yes what's the most memorable thing but but you are right that you have a point like it all sort of blends together for me nothing really stands out so this could become the definitive thing um everybody loved jeremy davies as as manson i wonder if he would what was that do that again that was I th- people was like you remember that shit like people like yeah you're outside the bubble don't remember that. you're right you're right that's fair um I just like you know he's he has said he's going to retire after ten movies. I 
don't know if I wanted to see the, a Manson movie take up one of those last two slots, so He's, to speak. I forget. I remember when he, that was the case. I'm like, God, we're going to lose him in like four years. It was like 20 years ago. Like, <laughs> I forget how slow he kind of moves. People have also suggested Vanity Fair said that, well, you know, why isn't he doing uh, like a, a limited series? Why, you know, why doesn't he stretch this thing out sort of uh, for HBO? Because he doesn't have to. He's Tarantino. He, that, that medium at, n- doesn't seem to interest him because he's never done something. Yeah, right. He did the, the CSI thing, but. Um, uh, I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting, the, the cast that he pulls together. Do you think there's any chance he, he gets back together with his Django star, Leonardo DiCaprio? I mean, if Leo wants to do it, Leo's like, it's all about what interests him right now. He, I mean, he isn't, we're still waiting to see what he does. There was breaking news this morning from Variety that DiCaprio and Scorsese are looking at doing Killers of the Flower Moon. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's just I, I'm not. It's a good scoop, but like the, he has so much development. Stuff. They're right. They're, it's always he hasn't committed to anything. Like, we, Devil, none of we're us still know, waiting for Devil in the White City, guys. Right. Like. None of us know what what Leonardo DiCaprio's next movie is going to be. Uh, but you know, you know the Revenant was on soon. his plate for like four years before they finally were like, "Yep, this is actually going." I'm like, "Oh, okay, right." Um, okay, anything else to uh, to add about Quentin? Um, no, it's it'll be I, not that I can think of. I'm trying to like I, oh Sam Jackson too, and like it, that's it's the given. 70s. It's so easy because Sam like yeah, well, whenever he's in that era, it fi- kind of works. Even like in Kong Skull Island, he didn't play that well. I'll find something for him, and and so we should have more on that. Who would you b- like, by Labor like, Day? Who would you like of like those act like you know Jennifer Jason like the throwback actor to try to revive? Is there like one of those actors that you'd like him to like pick? Oh and, like, man, oh man, I'd have to think about that. Like a ninety, I mean, I did, you know who'd be kind of cool, Nick, like Nick Cage having some kind of interesting role in it. Yeah, we, we, I, we I mentioned recently that. that Nick is kind of like off the studio's radar and all right. that stuff. I, I wouldn't mind. I also all these there's these actors that are like retired that I would love him plopping out of like. I mean, I, along the lines of Nick Cage and people who are just doing like these the, these kind of crappy movies these days. What if you got your your Pulp Fiction boy, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Willis? That'd back. be great, too. Yeah. Or John. John and Bruce. I mean, yeah. That would be very interesting. Um, okay, let's move it along. Uh, let's talk about uh, the scoop that you broke, Barry Jenkins' m- new movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell, tell us about that, because uh, I was not on that at all. That came out of nowhere. I mean, I, it, it was a, you know, I got back last Wednesday and just started seeing what had kind of, like, occurred over the last couple weeks, and... Someone was rolling through like some Anna Perner stuff and was like, "Oh, by the way, this is Barry's." And you just as soon as you hear, like, "God, this has to have been reported," and all that stuff. And I looked into it. No, no ounce of it had been reported. Mm-hmm. All and I didn't have any details on. Like, I didn't even know if he'd be like a producer or what if this was his next film. And then Monday morning, like, they're like, "Yep, we got all the details. I got all the details for you." And yeah, it sounds like he – so he, he kind of wrote this b- along with Moonlight and then mm-hmm. just decided to do Moonlight first over this. Did he ever talk about this in interviews? No, it's, which is kind of crazy that like yeah, he just – like it, it always slips, you know? Like there's always – like people always say I'm working right. on this. But like no, I guess he wanted to make sure it was right. He probably didn't know like – or maybe like Annapurna got the rights to that. I don't know what the deal is because it is based on a book. Mm-hmm. Um and then it reteams him with Plan B again. You know, it's great to see Annapurna just, you know, I mean, it's a shame A24, I guess, lost him. But, like, Annapurna yeah, is just trying to build that great slate up right now. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's it, I, I'm, you know, it starts production in October. 
Um, I already forgot the log line. Did you, do you remember what it was off the top of your head? Uh, I do. It's, it's, it's kind of in the vein of Moonlight a little. I feel like it, but it's like a, a, a like there's a, the, a, a female is the main character. Do you think we'll see any, uh, any Moonlight talent uh, in the film? Oh, I mean, it, it it wouldn't surprise you. It wouldn't surprise me if Trevante jump, like jumps in. Though he's trying to like build a movie career, like those younger kids for sure. Just because they their schedules open, Mahershal's getting busy. Um, uh, okay, so here it is. It's it's uh, based on a novel by James Baldwin. If Beale Street could talk, the story follows Tish, a newly engaged Harlem, Harlem woman who races against the clock to prove her lover's innocence while carrying their firstborn child. So it's a it's a pregnant woman trying to get her man that's out of jail. Right? I like that. Kind like that. Of, I actually, that's it's just nice to see. But like, you know, sometimes these directors it take almost too long to figure out what their post like awards scene. Like you haven't heard Garth Davis's next movie yet. Haven't mm-hmm. heard like Lenny Abramson made Room years ago. Did he do his movie or he's still developing something? Right? Yeah, like, I always consider that a big scoop when you when you uh, break the news of what and a, a recent Oscar winner is doing next. next. That was right. why I was it was I mean and it, like given what Moonlight was, but um yeah I you know I'm I. I like Barry a lot. I'm, I'm very this scene, and this is a very the, different thing from Moonlight. Barry Jenkins and James Baldwin, uh, you know, together doing, equals something very intriguing. So you were not at all like, it, like no, I hadn't I hadn't heard about this. Um, Jeff was taunting me last week, and I was like, oh, I got something for you. <laughs> he shut me up real quick, uh, as you did with the Clint Eastwood story. Let's talk okay. about this. This two, is a fun story. Two weeks ago, I break the news that uh, is Kyle Gallner, Alexander Ludwig, and Jeremy Harris, right? So. Before I left for my wedding honeymoon for three weeks, there was there's two stories that I had to leave. I can't say what the one is, but this I had this dead to rights. But there's an element in it that I couldn't move forward on because of a conf- I'd say let's yeah. say a conflict of interest. Okay. So I just was like, I'm going to let it go. Um, uh, it's it. I'm just gonna like if I get back and it's cool, but it will probably break and I, I'll live with that. I'm on vacation, and I think the only, I lost like three things, like a first man thing, a Marin Qual thing, because fuck. Yeah. And then like midway through my honeymoon, you break this. I'm like, all right, that's a shame. And it's and it was true. And Jeff was dead right. These were the three guys. They were the favorites. They were the favorites for a week before I left for my wedding. Right. So these were a lot. I was. These like, were the choices. These were the choices. But people kept saying no offers. Right. And then Monday morning, I get a text, and someone's like, "I got Clint information." I'm like, "Oh, some more cast." And yeah, he calls, and he's like, "Oh, by the way, Clint flipped the script, and he's now gonna. He's now decided to just cast the real life heroes." In their portraying themselves rather than these actors, and it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> huge, huge scoop and a baller move uh, for oh, Clint Eastwood. Who, like only Clint Eastwood could get away with this. But no, but Chris Tapley said it best. Like, who's going to like wave their finger at these uh, at these three guys getting the, their portray themselves? No one. It's just right. like it's a pretty inspired idea. I, I haven't really heard anything like this before. I, I can't remember, anyways. Uh, but like, no. I mean, you go discoveries a lot of time, and people are like, "Oh," but like the actual people that have no acting experience. Right. The, real quick, from my understanding, it's like the the story shows them from when they're kid, like as their friendship, and right. leads up to this event. So I think the roles are so actually, they don't have to carry the movie no. the way that Tom Hanks carried a Sully. Exactly, they're sort of supporting characters in their own story. Uh, you know, some of, some of the film will focus on the young kids, and we saw supporting cast yesterday like Tony Hale and Thomas Lennon. They're you know playing supporting characters. Jenna who are Fisher, involved with Judy the Greer, kids. I right? Think, or their moms as they're growing up. Exactly. So it seems like a lot of the supporting cast 
is tied to them as kids. But what a move. Huge. Uh, <laughs> I, I, when I got the tip, I'm like, God, just going to feel really shitty when I break this. I mean, there's... I, I was right, like, like I was accurate thing. at the time, and then and I thought it was weird that that nobody followed you, and like no one can get it confirmed. Like, that, are they just going to do a production release? And, and and they technically did. It was just, um, yeah. I <laughs> I just feel bad, so bad for those actors. Like, so bad. Yeah, like, they, had, Ludwig, they had it. Like they like they probably thought they like yeah. Th- those were big roles for guys that were like oh, we're on the right. cusp. I feel like and. But if you're going to lose the role, I guess it's okay. And you're comforted, can't say anything. You're comforted by the fact that you've lost it to the actual person. <laughs> uh, but, that, yeah, that, that was really interesting. And I think that that's a fascinating story as well. Um, um, and then now that we see where it's going to go, because when it first announced what it was, it's like, God, how do you make – it's like, is this like Sully again? Like, is there a backstory we don't know about? Right. But I guess you just start from the beginning of their friendships and move. Right, because, you know, these friends were, weren't just saving other people's lives. They're saving each other's yeah. lives. So what would – you know, how far would you go for a friend when, when you're showing all that backstory and how that bond formed? That's and two of them were – in the military, decorated. And right. the, th- the third one was just a, a, a very close friend. Um, okay. Uh, so Clint Eastwood, baller. Baller move. Um, Scorsese, by the way, got another baller move. Got, getting the gang back together at Netflix. Uh, right. I have my issues on this one. Yeah, we, we, we've all talked about The Irishman. I feel like all these names um, have sort of been out there, although the roles have been rejiggered. The, because, I didn't know Pacino was Jimmy yeah, Hoffa now. because it was supposed to be Harvey Keitel, and the, so the roles switched. Pacino, I thought, was going to be Russell Buffalino. Okay. Um, so there was... Uh, anyway, I tell you a funny story on this g- one? Give it to us. This is a Meet the Movie Press show, and me and Jeff have gone through this situation. I, the same day I got the Barry Jenkins tip, I also was talking to a... Fr- um, you know, chit-chatting with the source, ended the thing, and the guy's like, by the way, Scorsese, someone's telling me he got a big star for... Big big movie star for like this small role, kind of like McConaughey and Wolf of Wall Street, where he shows up for like ten minutes and you don't see him. Leaves, and yeah. I'm like, movie star? Do you like Leo? Is like, is it McConaughey? I'm like, no, no, no. But could you dig for me? So I dig a little bit, and no one knows this. No one, no source is like, oh, it, it doesn't come to mind what a movie star would be. I'm working yesterday, and the THR alerts: Ray Romano <laughs> joins the Irishman, and I'm like, what? Call up my source. I'm like, is this it? And he's like, well, that's the role. I'm like, this is the movie star? <laughs> Let me be clear, folks. Uh, he's like, yeah, the so-and-so <laughs> from the, the movie said that they got a movie star. I'm like, don't sell me. I love Ray Romano. He was great in vinyl. He kills it in The Big Sick. Yeah. Uh, yeah I loved him say. in Parenthood. Everything after. And, and everybody else was great. He couldn't green light a fucking network show right now, let alone a movie. Movie stars green light movies. Don't sell this right, as a so, movie so, star. So, so a source just sort of miscategorized yeah, and him. That, the problem is my sources, when I asked, they probably knew it was Ray Romano, but they like when I say movie star, they're like, well, it's not Ray. And it just went on. I hear you. Um, what do you think? Let's talk about this movie. What are your thoughts? Because I'm worried I'm about this for, thing. I'm lo- I, again, I don't know what the approach will be as far as the de-aging of everybody it's and just... how that's going to go. But the idea of Tarantino doing a gangster movie uh, about that Scorsese. story. Scorsese. Sorry, yes, uh, I'm looking at Tarantino on the <laughs> on my list. Uh, the idea of Scorsese cool. doing another gangster movie with all those guys sounds fucking awesome. It just seems like ten years too too late. Has he ever, has he ever directed Pacino before? No, it's the first time. Wow, like it's cool. Listen, the concept is cool. I just the more I read about this and just the people coming together with it, and and they've taken so long. 
I, I'm just so worried this is like a welcome to Mooseport for all these guys where it's like... My only trepidation... I don't know why it's a trepidation because it's Scott Stuber who's a good producer, but that it's that it's Netflix because I don't think that Netflix has hit it out of the park yet with a movie. Now, this is that a lot of these they movies haven't. were made before Scott got there. I honestly think Burning Sands is the best thing they've done this year. Yeah, I, I gotta I, be honest. I like that. Um, I just am so worried because this, this was something everyone's been excited for since like... When I was in high school, I feel like because I've this thing's right. been around forever. I heard you paint houses. Um, but ah, man, I, I listen. I'm gonna give it the benefit. I know you didn't like Wizard of Lies. That's one of my favorite films of the year, and I, I liked it. I liked it. I just didn't. I like the Richard Dreyfus one better. No, 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 no. That was my friend. I've never seen the Richard Dreyfus. Okay. One. Yeah, my my my, my friend liked the, the the Richard Dreyfus one a lot more. Your your taste came down when you said you liked the Richard. Oh Dreyfuss no, no, no. One. I haven't even seen that. But uh, I, you I liked, I liked De Niro it. in Wizard of Lies, right? He didn't feel like he was mailing it in. He it felt yes. like a no, real return to form. Yes. Yeah. Um. And but that's I was what shocked I hope... that Michelle Pfeiffer gets nominated over no, Mary Elizabeth no, Winston. No. That's fucking crazy. First of all, everyone else in the cast got nominated for Fargo, and Carrie Coon was a big one. We'll get to the Emmys in a bit. Don't chill out there. Michelle. I agree she's great. Michelle Pfeiffer was pretty fucking awesome. It was really... But back to what I was saying, De Niro didn't mail it in here, and I feel with Marty, he's going to bring his A game, and he still has his A game. These guys are getting up there. We only have so many movies uh, with them left. But, yeah, I'm just... Listen, I hope I'm eating my fucking words. That's all i got to say. Let's but, um... let's stick with the, that, that era, that kind of movie, and talk about Scarface. Okay, here's another one. I... <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, then, then, then you lead. You lead. Um... Sorry, I keep stealing all this, so, but th- I have the backstories on like how. F- right. So the, the the news is this week that David Ayer left the project. He only signed on in like May. He's, he's been on for was, like two or yeah, three just, months. So he turned the script in last. We'll, we'll get to this okay. the the conspiracy theory, but um, or what could have happened. I'm just you know I'm working on four different things. I think, and I get an email uh, from a source. I think David Ayer is off Scarface. I'm like, huh? What? I'm like, well, the timing's interesting. I, and then I call up someone up. As I'm kind of like prepping something, I'm like, did you hear this? And they were like, oh, yeah, happened last night, blah, blah, blah. We're already looking in the direct. I'm like, oh, this is real. So it's, you know, I want to give Universal time to like say something. But I'm like writing. I'm getting it prepped. Mm -hmm. And like 12.58, you know, um, get a call from a source. And they're like, yeah, it's, um, you know, you're, 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 uh, yeah, you should probably, yeah, do something. (laughs) But um, I got to let you know, I heard THR is also about to do something, too. I'm like, as soon as that, I'm, I'm like emailing the desk post ASAP, post ASAP, right? And and you got him by a minute. And you, and you, I was told that by two people that that it was because of Bright. They're like, so I I put that in there. It's like this is he, he just it's this is Netflix's big Kahuna, and they need him in post and and right. And they per, need him per, focused on this. And and Universal wants this up about the same time. They want it quickly. They've already right. dated this, and they only have Diego so much longer. Um. So I post <laughs> THR posts. The alerts came at the same time, but I beat him by a minute. And in you this got, game, that's a minute. That counts. And I kept that fucking count exclusive tag. Count it. Count it. Did they? They kept theirs. Oh, of course they did. Because I beat Kim Masters. And that probably right. That was a surprise. I know oh, uh, I when thought, I saw I her violin on it. I assumed it was Boris. Yep. Um, backstory. They. I mean, so, I. Me so, and Fleming both said it was because of Bright. She said it was because the script was too dark. Right. And, and this is Scarface. How do you get too dark? Scarface has a guy with a chainsaw. Why would you hire David? <laughs> That's true, what you, too. I, if, if this, scare, if, this has to be an R-rated film. Like, wh- why, what are you scared of here? This, you can do R-rated films these days. You just made a shitload of money on Get Out. If you do it right, and David can deliver that perfect – and Fuqua could have, too. Don't, don't 
so- whitewash. I don't whitewash. Not, it's not, not, it's not, not that. Uh, that's, that's the wrong term. But <laughs> don't soften the the, the story. It, 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 exactly. Um, I had a point, and I and I, and I just lost. I had lost. It went off into thin air. Where where did it go? Um, I don't know, man. Scarface is a pretty intense movie. I see. All right. Okay. I'm nervous about what too dark means. Like, what is Universal's vision for this movie? They've had a bunch of directors come in. They've had all these hot people write the script. The Coens took a pass at the last one. I don't think that they found the a way, take that they like. That's the thing, too. They were, they've been unhappy with every script. I, I'm going to just drop it right now. The Coens, I heard, was a mess. Terrence Winters, garbage. Like, they, they, everyone has – or that's according to Universal. These might have been good scripts, and, they, and right. Universal can't get across them. It's crazy how, like, that, that studio, I feel like, is up there with keeping their shit together. This is the one damn project. It's def- yeah, they definitely – it's like the Flash. I mean, it's their Flash it's, almost. I don't I can't – it's been long, longer developed than don't that. Don't you have to give them credit for at least not rushing the wrong movie into production? Sh- sure. Um, I, I, I still I don't love no the casting. With that, but I still man, don't love oh, man. Diego. I, I don't mind. I, listen, it's let's let's build it around him. I, I'm hit or miss. It's just like what they're trying to like. I, I don't know. Maybe the discovery will work. I don't know. They just like listen when they picked Diego. It was Rogue One. Like there was a lot. Right, he had of a lot heat. of heat. It was the same, and he he went with it. Where like other people, like Felicity Jones, like waited on stuff, and she's struck out on First Man and Spider Web. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, he I, I see why both parties want to go with it. Man, too dark. What the I hope that's just bullshit, but man, oh, I really the just, timing. It, the script came in last Friday. I feel and he gets, strongly that they, that they need a foreign filmmaker on this. This, you know, Scarface is a classic immigrant story. Maybe you know the second best known besides The Godfather. I like Jose uh, Padilla. Someone mentioned that on your list. Yeah, on Twitter, that like was a good that. suggestion. He, he needs a comeback, and I feel Narcos. He showed that he's got plenty of talent. Um, RoboCop was just a bad thing to like, mm-hmm. kind of jump as your first domestic film. I did. I did a whole list uh, and, and thought way too long about it, um, just because I care about Scarface and I think that they could actually say something uh, important and, and do something different with this, so that, so that it's not so. I, I I enjoyed Scarface, the De Palma one, but that was very over the top and cartoony. I'm, a, I'm a overrated. One of the they, bigger. They could do something like that's traffic my or Sicario. Of the Lost Ark for you. <laughs> like, sure. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's fair. Uh, I I would just love to see something like Traffic or Sicario. Um, all right, uh, there's 20 minutes left in the show, but I got to tell you guys about Blue Apron before we continue. Blue Apron, it's the number one fresh ingredient and re- recipe delivery service in the country. Its mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, uh, and Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. They have uh, partnerships with over 150 local farms. The seafood is sourced sustainably. Uh, responsibly raised animals, the beef, the chicken, the pork, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. Those who spend a lot at restaurants and grocery stores can now spend under 10 bucks a person for a delicious meal at Blue Apron. Uh, they've got seared chicken and creamy pasta salad, chili butter steaks with Parmesan potatoes and spinach, all kinds of good stuff. So make sure that you uh, check out Blue Apron and all their fun offerings. Um, they have new menus each week. BlueApron.com slash meat. For Meet the Movie Press, blueapron.com slash meet. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. I'm a customer. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk about Aladdin. Yeah, let's. Okay, so I have been tracking Aladdin. I have had one name and, and one name only, uh, and it's this guy Mina Masood, 
who has a significant role in the new Jack Ryan series starring uh, John Krasinski. Uh, I had heard that he had tested, but I didn't have any of the other names of the of the guys who had tested. So it was like, what am I going to do? Say, write a story about one guy testing? Uh, I had to wait until there was like an offer out or they'd made a decision. And then out of nowhere, THR drops this story that sort of explains the holdup, saying they just can't find somebody. Didn't explain now, all of them. Right. So why don't you shed some light on, on that uh, THR Aladdin story? So there, um, So I have also I've been tracking this for quite a while. Yep. Um, so THR went to the point that they're just having a lot of trouble finding this. Like the girls, they've seen to have an Naomi Scott. Um, what was the uh, Indian girls? The girl from India's name? It's, it was some something, something Satari. Yeah, there's two girls that Tara, have been Satari or something. Uh, Naomi Scott off of Mighty Power Rangers. They were high on for a long time. She's like the name, but between like Discovery and name that they like, and, and kind of like a branded. She's name. been up for a few big things yeah. too. Um, and then so other girls. So they seem to have these Jasmines, but what? Didn't get mentioned that THR story. They, they said that there was other guys considered, and now they've moved on to a, a handful of guys, but they're just having trouble. The one thing that did not get mentioned is that Riz Ahmed was the guy, pretty much. He was. They were doing chem tests with just the girls and him. He was it. Another and, Rogue One star. Yeah, Disney, just Disney Connection. Um, the Middle East, like he fits the the what they want the prototype for what yep. they wanted, and coincidentally. Pulled out of the running. He pulled his name from the running in mid-May. What Mid- came? What mid-May. came out? What came out mid-May? Jeff? I think that was uh, Guy Ritchie's He's movie, King, King Arthur. Arthur. So King Arthur uh, got really bad reviews. Didn't open very well. I can see why someone might get cold feet yeah. about signing up to work with Guy Ritchie on a movie that a lot of people, quite frankly, don't necessarily think he's the right fit for to begin with. It's it's it was an odd choice going on. Listen, he could. I mean, he could. I don't know his pitch, so it could be pretty cool. But yeah, that's and then from there they had to go back to the drawing board. It was kind of crazy because I would hear just girls' names and I'm like, what, what about it's called Aladdin, not uh, Jasmine, right? <laughs> like if there was a new twist on like the Aladdin story, which could, would be great. So the other guy that was mentioned was Dev Patel. Was is there any chance no, Dev was th- that Dev or Riz could play like Jaf- Jafar? Well, that was the thing too. Oh, sorry, I, I forgot a piece. They were considering it like. Oh, maybe we find a discovery, but Riz still plays Jafar. Like there was a a, a part there. Um, I think Jafar is like in his fort, but I, it, it was just they ended up thinking it was too young. But then he was just neither of them wanted to do it. Dev, I just feel like is a name. Like it's just like oh, the role. So they met. I, I never really heard Dev. Okay, fully. In so the it's mix. it seems like they are going to get a big name for Jafar. Jafar. Well, they have a big name already for Genie. So. Right. That that's true. Um, it seems like a newcomer is going to end up being. Aladdin. It's hard. It is hard to find someone who but, can act and it's sing just, and dance and all that stuff. I know, I'm not gonna. You know, they're trying to do this the right way. It's just like with Mulan. I've heard like certain people up for that, and they're just like they're not Chinese enough. They're just not a hundred. Like they want that role to be as authentic as possible, right? And they want to do it here. And and you should respect them after all. After the Ghost in the Shell and Exit, like Disney's like, all right. We're gonna we're, we're gonna try our best here to just like right. Do they're th- trying to avoid that controversy that Paramount. I mean, it is tough though. Like you don't want like to get like Diego whatever from Rock of Ages in in a, like try to do that discovery role and it falls flat on its face. Like mm-hmm. he this guy has to, and this isn't like the Clint Eastwood thing we just mentioned where the guy isn't in that much. It's Aladdin. He's probably gonna be in a lot of scenes and they need to make sure he can carry what will probably be a hundred million dollar movie. Let's not be oh, stupid yeah. here. It's gonna be bigger than that. So. Probably. 
And Will Smith as the genie also just doesn't sell it enough. Will Smith is having trouble selling his old movies when he's front and center, not when he's like a CGI character. So uh, uh, we'll see. Yeah, I, th- I think I think it's uh, relatively early on that. Uh, so stay tuned. Uh, Disney, you got to trust the Disney process. I do too. I mean, uh, yeah, they they have you have to trust what they're doing. But speaking of Will Smith, Suicide Squad two. Oh, nice, nice segue. Yeah, nice segue. The king of the segues is back, baby. Uh, news this week. News in quotation marks because if you're a fan of this show, you heard it back in March. Jama call it Sarah. It wasn't March. It was like May. It, it was March. No, I heard it in May. I was. I heard it in March. I'm saying I no, went no, no. on this show. I in May. No, I, think, I looked the show up. It was May. I'm pretty sure it was March. Anyways, I, I it's May. But he I did. Could be wrong. He did. He did. Go on. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we're arguing over, over when I said it. I don't fucking remember when I said it, but I said it. Jean McCallit Sarah, uh, again, a homegrown filmmaker for Warner Brothers, someone who has grown up in that studio. He's made, uh, I think, four films for them. He just makes sense. I mean, do you think that he that he's a good fit for? Oh it? yeah, oh yeah. Um, I, I liked it a lot. I had something to say on this one. The uh, yeah, it, it, it works for me. It's just. Oh, I was gonna say back to why why didn't you why did you say it on the show and not publish it? That's, I got to save something for this show. That's a lie. That sh- uh, this show don't put hits on the tracking board's traffic site. Uh, honestly, <laughs> uh, well, it's going to now because I am starting to post the uh, the show on the site. But uh, I don't know. It, it's it's a good question. Why didn't I post it when I did? You always ask me. You ask me on, about Dick Cheney. That's Christian. That's, that's, that's why. That's I, fair I enough. I uh, it's hard to get confirmation on some of that stuff. Sure, of course. And I do feel like. By the I, way, Mike used front runner in his break. Um, so he Which was, like there. It was. It still it didn't was, advance it. It didn't advance it. Yeah, at all. that's basically what I said. He's the favorite to get it. If Mel says no, though. Once I reached out to Warner's, they're all like, "Yeah, this, this, yeah." Sounds what like what is the deal with Mel? So he just like didn't want any part of just it. Just disappeared. Like I, I don't remember when I asked about it last, but like I never thought that was going to happen. Just, I mean, he took his time to consider it. He just like maybe yeah. he couldn't find an idea. The idea uh, of Mel Gibson directing Will Smith, I cannot wrap my head oh, around it. Oh, first of all, I really can't. Those two have wanted to work. They want Mel was going to direct Will in The Accountant. Way Whoa. Before. I told you that. I don't remember the original. That. Like, I remember Will Smith was going to do the accountant. I put but... this in my Mel Gibson possibly for suicide. Interesting. The interest is, is Mel and Will have always wanted to work together, hmm. and it was back when Bill Dubuque first turned in the accounting script. Like, Ben Affleck got that script. Like when it had dust on it, Will and Ben were like, Will wanted Ben, or no, Ben. Will wanted Mel. Right. And at the time, Jeff Robinoff, who was still in charge of the studio, was like, nope. And this was like when Mel was like getting fired from Hangover 2. And and it was just, he was super blacklisted. And yeah, and then it just kind of went away. So there's an interest for them to work together. I just think Mel has moved on. By the way, I think the daddy's home trailer Mm -hmm. broke when I was out. Welcome back, Mel. That looks awesome. I, I actually think I, – I laugh too. I think it will be fun. <laughs> when uh, comedy needs it, it's like let's get John Lithgow and, Will, and Mel Gibson. In that, I, that was so funny like when the music changes and Lithgow comes down the escalator and gives him a kiss on the lips. <laughs> it's been two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so Suicide Squad 2, I do think Jama is a good fit. Uh, I think that they're lucky to have him. And hopefully he makes something better than the last movie. Yeah. Not much of a bar. I don't know. Do you think he's going to be able to sneak the Waco thing in before Suicide he's not. Squad? Too? That, by the way, um, breaking news: they're already looking for other directors on, on Waco. One. Yeah, yeah, that's too bad. 
would have been interesting. Um, uh, yeah, I, I. But you know, I still feel like you could find the right director. There's plenty of directors there that could use. Did you see the little line that I snuck into my story? About which one? <laughs> well, about Waco. No, what'd you say? Oh, I think I blew the lid off that one. What'd you say? I did the crash uh, rumor. <laughs> that was in my story. Uh, that that at the, and now and now it could change because now Jama's gone. But I heard that Jama was looking at Adam Driver to play David Koresh. We'll see. See if that turns out uh, works out. It's obviously not because <laughs> the next guy is gonna get. Yeah, that. next guy could have his own uh, idea. And and people uh, and, and and I heard this guy's name too for uh, for Charles Manson the Tarantino thing. Ezra Miller. You think he he could pull off like K- Koresh or Manson? Too young. I mean, he maybe. Yeah, he's too young for both. He's yeah. like mid twenties, right? Yeah, it's just too know. young. Too young. Uh, Taylor Kitsch is playing Koresh, uh, who I've always been fascinated by. Uh, but Taylor Kitsch is playing him in a Weinstein Company Weinstein limited series. Limited yeah. series. Um, what else? We had John Oliver joining the Lion King. Zazu. Zazu. Whatever. <laughs> That's like I'm like, where's Scar? Like I don't care about who that. is going to voice Rafiki, Scar. There's you, like there's so many. Are you people. tracking it? I have. I'm not tracking any names on Lion King. You're, no, I'm trying to find out who's doing Scar. I don't okay. care about John Oliver's Zazu. That's like that's like where's the hyenas? <laughs> He's like the tenth character. I forgot about that character. Uh, we have to talk about. We have ten, ten, ten minutes left in this story. Uh, okay, yeah, no, Woody, Woody Allen. This morning I did a story. Um, were you Were you on this or no? Woody stuff's like it's like so quick. Like you hear about it, and like it's not something you track. You just it's... so uh, I got the tip from someone else in our space, sort of, uh, who, who sort of wanted me to to run it down on his behalf. Um, I've been on this for like a month. Wait, wait, waiting. I'll tell our you. space. Yeah, I'll tell you after. Um, but uh, I've been on this for like a month. I've been waiting for Woody to find the other girl because I'm told it's a bit of a love triangle movie. Uh, it's going to be Timothy Chalamet. Months? I, uh, like I would say a month. Wait, three three, three weeks. To I a thought month. you said Thomas. I thought you were talking about the West Wing director. <laughs> uh, no, sorry. Uh, so Woody Allen's new movie. It's, uh, he has made offers to Timothy Chalamet and Elle Fanning, and I've been waiting for him to f- make an offer to the other girl. And eventually, I'm you know today I was just like you know what Bored. I'm just going to put the other two. Um, but but the idea of Woody Allen doing a movie about young people, you know, his movies have have gen- generally been for adults. I don't know. Do you think still that, will be for adults? Do you think he has a great another great movie in him. I mean, what was his last great movie? Do you think? Well, he has Wonder Wheel coming out this December, which is I hear is okay. I mean, I mean, I was Kate excited Winslet, for Timberlake. the Emma Stone, Joaquin Phoenix thing. That was like, not good. I mean, and the Colin Firth Emma Stone one was worse. That sounded bad to begin with, but like, I think his last best movie was. Vicky. I mean, listen, Blue Jasmine, Vicky. I, I actually go Vicky Christina Barcelona is like mm. I'm reaching really back. I didn't even care for Midnight in Paris that much, but that's oh, wow. obviously his most accoladed film or acclaimed film in a while. We'll see. I mean, he's like we don't we don't give him enough credit for how he just like how he's evolved over the years when he was doing all those films set in Europe and then like how he still pops them out. I mean, the dude's like Marty. He works age. at a remarkable pace, and obviously we know Al Fanning is is one of the the there, biggest listen the biggest a, stars of our generation. But I was going to ask you about about Timothy Chalamet. Is he a name that you hear a lot in, in for things now? Not as much. Um, okay, it, it, like it depends what. Like yeah, I haven't heard him. No. He has call he has call me by your name uh coming out in December. He's probably going to get a big supporting actor push. That's a movie where him and Army Hammer uh have oh, a game relationship. The Lucas film, right? Guada, yeah. Guada, yeah. Guada, yeah, it's um, I heard great things about that actually. Yeah, and he but he has like beautiful boy with Steve Carell. Uh he's got or no. 
He yes, needs stuff he to does. come out, so he's even he's got more. Good, good shit in the hopper. Um, How's it going though? For, let's talk about First Man. Like uh, this is this is a pretty cool cast he's got now. Oh yeah, I, I did uh, a Shea Wiggum story, so now it's it's Shea Wiggum, Kyle Chandler, Jason Clark are the uh, and is there one Corey more? Stoll's. And Corey Stoll. Those Your four break. guys are You're fucking exclusive. You can't remember. Jesus. And Corey Stoll. Thank you to my tipster on that one. Um, <laughs> uh, so those four guys are around uh, Ryan Gosling and Claire Foy um, Poor Claire Foy, by the way Can I just say this real fast? Why? She didn't get an announcement I put her in my spider's web Like that's, oh, And then no one gave her anything She's this co-lead She's like, this <laughs> poor girl has two big movies And I'm, they buried her I'm excited for this, though I mean, oh. Damien has a great has pulling together a great cast This is a good story So you're excited now, because you weren't excited I've watched this show, and you it, this didn't like perk you up like back in March. I don't think. Like, Inter- oh, when it was just the Neil Armstrong biopic didn't blow you away. Like, are you like I'm still curious hmm. what it is. Like, La La Land interested me because of what that was, and obviously the cast. And this, I mean, this cast is incredible. But I'm just like, what is the story? I just want a a traditional space epic where there's no sort of gimmick like Gravity. Like Hidden Figures was like a space That's epic, but on the ground. Okay. All right, that's fair. You know, I want to see like Apollo thirteen or the right stuff. Like to oh, me, yeah. it has to be on oh, that if level. It's like that. That'd be pretty. It has awesome. to be on that level. Um, uh, here's here's one you probably can't talk much about, uh, and, and details are still a little fuzzy. But yesterday, uh, Hollywood Reporter and I didn't even break on Lee Janiak directing the Fear Street movie. You're you're, you're shrugging this one off, which is fine because you didn't read the books. I grew up reading all the Fear Street books. Uh, so I'm pumped that there's going to be a Fear Street movie. And the twist, according to Boris, is that there's going to be three Fear Street movies. That Fox is de- developing this as a trilogy that Lee Janiak is uh, overseeing the writing of three different scripts. And they could all be shot and released back to back to back. So, you know, every month we could be getting a new Fear Street uh, movie for a good chunk of time. I don't know if that's how it will ultimately play out. This is a project that's been in development for a long time. Uh, I didn't love Lee Janiak's first film, Honeymoon. And I think it's a little bit telling that n- nothing happened with the craft. Like uh, that was actually a line that <laughs> ca- caught me off off guard in Boris's story because uh, I thought she was sort of still developing that. I don't know. The craft seemed like a great title to reboot at Sony. No, do, do you, sure. No, I mean it, it was. I just this. She just couldn't get any, not, anything done there. So. Yeah, she has no le- like. You didn't care for honeymoon, so what makes you think that like maybe that not, Sony I'm, didn't I'm see not, it either? I'm not like excited about the hiring. I'm just excited about the idea that there's going to be a Fear Street movie. Um, um, Blake Lively's doing. Um, oh yeah, that was a big one. Uh, that w- it did well on our site. The this rhythm bit- section, a weird title. Well, I guess it's part of a Steph- the Stephanie Patrick books are like the American Assassin books, but from uh, females. That makes sense. That's what plays. I mean, it did really well for us. The bar, the Eon, who produces Bonds, involved. I am Global. I mean, yeah, and they then, don't, they and don't then, produce um, a lot of Moreno, stuff. Um, Reed Moreno, yeah, who's awesome, does an amazing job in Handmaid's Tale. I, that's she just picked exciting. up two Emmy nominations yesterday. Um, and watch that show, by the way. It's very good. It's my Dark Horse for the best drama this year since Thrones is in there. Ooh. But she is. I, I mean, the look of these shows are incredible, which gives me in, interest that this film could be something a big thing for Blake too like a franchisey type thing if it's done right so we'll see uh, I think she has the right physicality to be like you know an action star uh, I can see her pulling off what Scar Joe and Angelina Jolie have done Jennifer Lawrence sure she's got the, I mean Shallows she she I mean that kind of heroin in it like in a way yeah so we'll I, c- see. I can totally see it 
Um, Ballad of else? Scruggs, your big scoop last week. That was post show, wasn't it? Oh, uh, yeah, but yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, James. You know, looks like he's going to get Tim Blake Nelson, Listen, James, James Franco, Franco, Zoe Kazan. Uh, they, the Coen Brothers, are they? Right. Yes. Yes, they are. Um, I guess Lily James following up Baby Driver with Mamma Mia. She's playing young. The that, younger, that was a good one. Younger version of Meryl Streep. Good job, Boris. My tipster, lamest hint ever. It's she's doing a movie with two Oscar winners. What the fuck? Colin Firth and my, like, come on, like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, and then I guess legendary, interesting pickup. They're doing oh. um, Men Are From Mars, Women Are Venus. I got that scoop. And it's a companion piece. They're going to develop a one for the States, but also one for China, because I guess That it's was an interesting component huge of your in China. Story. That author actually has been going ever since the late 90s to China to teach classes on this book. Um, and obviously China's a huge market, so we'll see what Mary and the crew does with that. Yeah, is it possible to get a few more minutes? In the booth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, we also, I also did a story after Friday's show about uh, Randall Park uh, <laughs> joining the Ant-Man sequel as, what I, as who I'm told is S.H.I.E.L.D. agent Jimmy Woo. So that was kind of cool. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you maybe even saw him down at D23 this weekend or Comic-Con or who knows, whatever. Um, Apes open this weekend. Box office. I think it did like five last night. Uh, Simon is normally here with the the box office report, so I, I don't have all the numbers in front of me. But Apes I is, saw it five. Yeah, did you see the movie yet? I was going to go last night. I'm going to go tomorrow. It's it's terrific. Nine thirty in the morning. It's really Grove. terrific. Uh, I think it's it, it, these movies are just so well done. Uh, Batman is in good hands with Matt yeah, Reeves. I'm pumped. So uh, that's good. to yeah, see. Yeah, be sure to check out the new Apes movie. By the way, did you see that Matt Reeves is throwing out Ben Affleck's script on the Batman that he's starting from scratch? Uh, yeah, the Jeff. Yeah, why not? That's fine with me. Yeah, um, me, 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 me too. Um, that's what usually happens too. Like I'm, I'm totally fine with yeah, that. Yeah, like, I mean, just, we want Matt Reeves. Is you know they hired him because they want his take on things. And then Ben picked him. So too. We'll so we'll see if Deathstroke is still a part of it. That I, was I the don't thing is know. like I'm very curious on what this villain is. Um, what have you seen lately? You saw the Defiant ones, right? Oh, it was amazing. I watched it's, the first. I, I watched the first couple episodes, and I was sort of half watching them because I was working. But the first ten minutes were amazing. <laughs> Everyone, go watch the first ten minutes of the so Defiant good. ones. It uses the theme that the score is incredible. Atticus Ross did the score, and they yep. used the theme from JFK. It's so good. And then, yeah, that first ten minutes when they, oh man. And then just the history. It's, it's, all, it's like about it G- is Dr. this year's OJ in my mind. Um, Interesting. I watched eight movies or 12 movies that from there and back <laughs> on the flight to bali i forgot my sleeping the best meds. one the founder um i, I really like the founder really liked it i like caught i i watched the great wall that put me to sleep which is great because i needed some sleep um miss sloan i really liked um uh, gifted uh with chris evans i didn't see that really yet. good the little girl's fantastic okay. it's like a courtroom drama it was it's a uh, it's under it's right. under the radar kramer versus kramer in a way um Jenny Slate's really good in that. Octavia Spencer. Yeah, that was probably the, those two. Founder and, and Gifted were probably my two favorite ones. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing Dunkirk on Monday, right? And then Shot Caller on Tuesday. I might be just about as excited for that as I was for Dunkirk. I'm looking forward to Shot Caller. And then yeah. Wednesday, this is what I saw. And I'm this may be, this was the one thing I might have been looking forward to more than anything this summer. The Game of Thrones 
season seven premiere. Oh, Game of Thrones premiere. How I was can't, it? Can't say, I mean, the premiere was awesome. They did you can't a, con- say anything, can a concert. I can't say anything about the show, but the smile on my face tells everything. But what they did prior to the show is is they did it at the Disney Concert Hall, which you never I, – I had never been to a, screen, a premiere there before. Yeah, that's a really cool venue. They had the screen up top, and then the orchestra did like a scoring session. Live where they, score. Where they did like a live score of the theme. And then the, a live score, the first scene from the finale of last year, which everybody remembers is when they, you know, blow up the, uh, the you know, the high priest and all that stuff. And there's just an awesome score. And then they had, like, a montage. Um, very cool. But, yeah, tune into that on Sunday. Um, and then Emmys real quick. We'll get into that. Any, I was, any big – yeah, we have, like, two minutes uh, left. So I mean, they have so many surprise? nominations. Now. It's seven nominations for Best Actor. Like, how does someone get snubbed these days? Yeah. Like, it's – A lot of I slots. mean, poor, poor Winstead. In my mind, Regina, like American Crime, getting anything that stole Mary Elizabeth's slot. Carrie Coon, it's great to see her get it for Fargo. Um, they thought Oprah would get it over her. She beat out Oprah. Um, but yeah, Handmaid's Tale. I just finished watching. I think it's got a lot of heat. It's a uh, fitting with the time, the the Trumpian authoritarian time we're in. That the timeliness. Um, also, I uh, I'm really happy to see Atlanta get in there and fill that first comedy slot. I know you're pissed about Winstead, but everybody else from Fargo. Got I was nomination. pissed about Winstead, and I and I wish my girl Caitlin Olson was recognized. She, oh. she did really good work on the Mick. Yeah, she's just a, an underrated comedy. The problem presence. with the uh, problem with comedy, with, and I mean, sometimes is people get lazy and they just vote for like Liv Schreiber. No offense, I thought Paul Giamatti was better than him in Billions this year yeah. than Ray Donovan. Guys, we had so much more to talk about, but unfortunately, we are out of time. So, Justin, tell the good folks where they can find you. I am at Variety.com, and you can see me on Twitter at Kroll J Var. Uh, maybe look on today. I might have. One or two things pop. Oh, Kroll teasing some big news over at Variety.com. And I'm Jeff Snyder, editor-in-chief of the Tracking Board, tracking-board.com. Make sure you sign up for our email news alerts, all that good stuff. Thank you, as always, for watching the Popcorn Talk Network. Rate, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. And have a wonderful, apetastic weekend, gang. Simon will be back in two weeks. Later. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.